Gee, Steve, what are we going to do tonight? Same thing we do every podcast. Tell them how we season. How we sees it, episode 148, Werewolf by Night. Uh, the Marvel, I, I guess they're calling this a special event, one shot kind of thing. I don't, I, I, I don't know if it's going to be a one shot. I'm hoping it's not going to be a one shot, but it's definitely their first special release. I think they're going to have another one during Christmas. We're going to get a Guardian of the Galaxy Christmas. Yep. I, I, yeah, I think they, they listened to our advice from a few weeks ago when we mentioned doing those <laughs> little shorts, you know, where they can yeah. just kind of test out characters and see how they do. That's kind of how this came across. It, yeah, if, if that was what it was, then then yeah, keep listening because this was <laughs> this was fabulous. Uh, I, I liked it a lot, um, but we'll get into that pretty quick here. Uh, I'm Noah, one of your main hosts. With me, as always, is my main man Steve. Say hello, hi. Steve. Uh, hi. <laughs> hi, Steve. <laughs> hello, everyone. Thanks for having me. It's great to be here. <laughs> Uh, didn't mean to fluster you on that one. I didn't, I didn't switch I should, it up on you or nothing. No, you didn't. I should know it's coming. It's just uh, yeah, try to get ahead of it. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, it's one of the worst openings ever. I'll, I'll have to say that. Uh, every time I hear someone with a good one, I'm like, oh, I really should write something better than what we do, but it's not. <laughs> uh, back with us, as always, uh, for Marvel and, and anything fun usually is uh, Bo. How you doing, Bo? Hey, everybody. How's it going? Um, thanks for having me back, too. And uh, as always, download, rate, and review. Yes, please do. <laughs> Uh, yeah, actually, I was thinking about that the other day. I was like, I want to just send out a, a like a thing on Facebook or just anybody that I know with an iPad, you know, an uh, iCal or uh, iPhone. Hit this button, go down to the bottom, and hit five stars, <laughs> just <laughs> just to see if anybody listens and does it. Wait, you uh, have to have an iPhone? I don't have an iPhone. I... No, it can be to do it on uh, to do it on Apple. Oh, okay. uh, it's really easy to do on an iPhone. Right. I don't know if you have to have an iPhone to well, do just it. Just so our listeners can... know, we're not exclusive to to, to Apple. Oh no, can... no. <laughs> I, I do. No, I just know. <laughs> yeah, I just know it's easy to do on there because you. It's not. It's something that everybody has if you have an iPhone. You don't gotcha. even have to know you have it. Uh, so. Um, and also with us, uh, with our Marvel, uh, far from the East Coast, there is uh, Nina. Hey, fellas. Good to see y'all. <laughs> you too. So uh, we're going to cover Werewolf by Midnight, this this new uh, Disney. Uh, this is something new for them, really, because I don't think they've done anything that was just a, a single, like, one-hour show. And I guess it was a little more than one hour. Oh, no, that was 52 that minutes. Was it felt longer. Yeah. It felt longer, but yeah, not long. Yeah, it it's yeah. a lot in. It's it's a five pound bag with about eight pounds of, <laughs> of good stuff. It's not a it's not a bag of shit on this one. Um, <laughs> so one of the one of the things we do. Speaking of bag of shit, uh, one of the things we do here on How We Sees is we make cocktails that go along with whatever it is we're watching. Uh, it doesn't have to be a cocktail. Bo likes to do beers. I try and find beers, but not I do not a little as, of both. Yeah. Yeah. I I'm not as lucky. I I I think I found one for some of uh, the ones coming up next week or uh, a couple weeks after that. So. Pretty excited about, but we do do a cocktail or or mix some kind of drink and uh, match it to what we're watching, and so nothing nothing different here tonight. So I'm gonna let you go first, Bo, since I was talking to you about it. I know. Oh, about the beers. I was like, what yeah, yeah, about beers. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I was saying beers, and and you said, yeah, you do that. So uh, I threw yeah, it. Yeah, to yeah, you. yeah. Nice. So I did two cocktails, and I'm having trouble with uh, texting on this Android-based uh, text group. <laughs> Damn so, Android. Um, <laughs> It's, uh, I'm calling mine the Ted, 
And, yes, um, nice. It's uh, two ounces of red wine, one ounce of tequila, half an ounce of lime juice. Uh, kind of mix all that together and then float it uh, with black cherry. Um, okay. Yeah, it was uh, it was a very basic cocktail, but it's got that blood look to it. I almost you know went with just a bloodstone. I didn't know what to call it, so I just like I liked the Ted. The Ted. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, it's a good uh, name. Yeah, it is a good name. It's a great name. Um, the other one I did was um, it's just the beer I did. It's a uh, it's actually a collaboration between uh, Crown and Crown and something. It's a it's a brewery up by Sacramento, and then another brewery that's in the Seattle area. Um, I'll, I'll get to that later when I actually break it out, but it's called uh, the Crown and the Axe, and I thought the Axe was pretty important because there was a pretty prominent Axe. Yeah, there I was. Don't remember being a crown per se, but uh, you know. <laughs> someone got crowned. Yeah, someone got crowned. I'll go with that. So there you anyway, go. it was the closest thing I had. It was on a little time crunch, so I yeah. just had to pull something out of the the repertoire that was laying around. So nice. I did see one uh, when I was looking around for beers. There, um, it's a, a pumpkin. Uh, 12 pack like a from um is it El, elsner i think that's the name of the, the the it's like a major brand um not elysian elysian that's it okay um they have they have a yeah i, I told you i can't speak I like, you but, were close very no. very close. <laughs> <laughs> but uh uh they have a four pack that is out right now it's a a, a, a pumpkin based and they have one with a werewolf on it but i couldn't i couldn't find it as a single anywhere so i was like oh, oh. So I was like, ah, oh, that would have been good, but yeah, it is what it is. Sure. All right, Nina, why don't you tell us what you got? Well, I've got a blood, it's called a blood moon cocktail. And uh, the thing is, there's like at least six to eight different ones that I saw. <clears throat> Pretty much, you know, every kind of liquor has developed one called a blood. But the one I used, um, it's an ounce of red wine quarters of an ounce of bourbon, half an ounce of vermouth, half an ounce of pomegranate juice, and two dashes of orange bitters. And it says, you know, shake them together with ice, strain it into a glass. And they said you should put one of those big ice spheres oh, uh, yeah, yeah. to represent the moon, but I don't have magical ice powers, so I just <laughs> regular ice cube. <laughs> you, need it's funny, I, you need Frozone for that, you know. I, yeah, I, I actually... I, I have no idea... You probably need. There's probably some kind of special mold or something. But I yeah, they do. They sell them. Um, and they I was sell, gonna do they're that. Pretty popular now. Yeah. The, yeah. The, the ones I have though are smaller, so it wouldn't fill up the glass right unless it was a really shallow glass. So I was like, oh, I need to. I need to get the bigger mold one that that fills up the. So it's that one big block in there. Um, so I. Yeah, I, I actually saw one at a, like a TJ Maxx one time, and I kicked myself for not getting it because then I went back the next like two days later and it was gone. Oh yeah. <laughs> Should have done it. Got to pull the trigger when you see it. So yep. This is actually pretty good. Um, the red wine and the bourbon are very tasty together. Nice. Um, nice. I, uh, now, what vermouth did you go with? Is the sweet sweet? I went with sweet because it's what yeah. I had. It, Got it. It didn't specify, and I figured, you know. Yeah, I always go sweet. Usually with bourbon. Chance. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's it's pretty tasty. I, I've, I've not had many wine cocktails, but, uh, I, yeah, I like this one. I love a, a New York sour, which is basically a whiskey sour, and then you top it with a red wine. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's really good. Especially if you do like a sweet red wine, like a port or something like that, it comes out really good. So Yeah, I wish I would have done this with a Pinot Noir instead of a, a Cabernet. Um, it just said red wine, so I would have liked to have gone lighter, jammier, 
red wine <laughs> nice. to use the industry term. <laughs> well, stick, okay. stick with hey. the Sonoma County then. Don't go too far too far north right. into I, Oregon. I, We've I got some right GME right. ones here, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, go ahead. I, no, I was going to say, all right, Steve, you, you're up. All right, well, um, so this uh, special obviously was was a was supposed to kind of evoke that classic horror genre as, as like an homage, those feelings of nostalgia that we're familiar with from, from those old fashioned film styles. So I couldn't help but be propelled back to my childhood when we first uh, encountered uh, the man thing or Ted. Um, <laughs> um, we, and we see him, we see him in kind of a jump scare and it turns into be more of an affectionate uh, uh, two friends seeing each other, but we see him through that hole in the, in the bushes. And the first time I saw him, he reminded me of um, my old friend from Sesame Street, Snuffleupagus. Um, yes. And, yes. and especially when, when uh, those eyes get all friendly, uh, it just, yeah. just, it just <laughs> made me kind of go, oh, that's Snuffleupagus. So yeah. uh, I, looked, I looked and I found a, a Snuffleupagus cocktail, actually. It's a, it's a recipe that's put out by a, a, a brand of whiskey out in Michigan called Mammoth. Um, and I looked for the mammoth whiskey, but we don't have it here in our local place. So I, I did find another, another bourbon that had an elephant on the, uh, on the, uh, label, uh, smooth ambler, uh, contradiction bourbon, but, but the, uh, the, it's a pretty simple recipe, but it had an ingredient that I'd never experienced before. So I was kind of excited. Um, so let me go through the, the, the recipe and then I'll break out what I had to do. So it, it's just three mint leaves in a rocks glass, um, about half an ounce, ounce of simple syrup, three dashes of bitter, um, and you muddle that. So it's very much like an old fashioned going here. Um, then you add it to, or you've got it in your glass, you add, you add your, your uh, ice, and then it's half ounce of lemon ginger shrub. And I didn't know what that was. That was, uh, um, after that you add two ounces of, of your whiskey and you're done. But uh, I didn't know what this shrub was. And I found out um, a shrub is a fruit-based syrup and it's usually mixed with vinegar to create a delicious tangy uh, flavor for drinks. And so I found a recipe and I spent the last uh, couple days actually whipping up my own um, ginger, lemon ginger shrub. Um, and you basically chop up some lemons, chop up or grate up some um, ginger and put it into a mason jar and fill it with sugar um, and let it sit for 12, uh, 24 to 48 hours in the refrigerator. So it macerates, it kind of turns into a syrup and then you, and you strain it into a bowl and you mix in equal parts vinegar and and I found a recipe that included like white vinegar and apple apple cider cider oh. vinegar and um, ended up finishing that up today and I really didn't know what it was going to be like you know adding a little vinegar to my uh, to my old-fashioned but man this tastes good I made one earlier just to test it out and I, I, I really like it. It doesn't, the vinegar doesn't stand out, but it really has a nice, a nice, uh, a nice flavor. So I'm, I'm happy with this. I, this is my second that I'm <laughs> I already finished my other one. But anyway, this is uh this is called a snuffleupagus again, uh, uh, harkens back to uh, my Sesame street days, but that's, uh, completely inspired by Ted, our, uh, our man thing from, from this, uh, this show. So cheers. <laughs> Right. Cheers. No, I mean that that's cool. perfect. I, as soon as I saw the name Snuffleupagus, I knew exactly where you're coming from <laughs> with that. Uh 
in in the few podcasts I was able to listen to, uh, Man Thing or or Ted is uh, definitely a fan favorite. Yeah. Um. So. How could he uh, not be? I yeah. Well, I mean, he, he could be played off very evil. You know, just just a, he's a monster essentially. But I mean, good hearted and stuff essentially. Sure. But you know, it could have it could have gone a different way. Uh, but I think it's I think it's great. Uh, very reminiscent to uh, Swamp Thing from DC. Yeah. You know, uh, matter yeah. of fact, some people actually mis misnamed him and actually called him Swamp Thing a couple times. <laughs> like, mm, got that wrong. Just call him Ted. Uh, so, but no, that's a, that's a good one. I like that. All right. So I went with a a drink. It started off as it it's called uh, the one I took was called a werewolf bite. It was supposed to be a shot. But when I was doing the my research, I, I looked a lot into Bloodstone, and, and I actually started reading up about real Bloodstones, and, and they, this their coloring is a, a kind of a greenish color with red in it. And so uh, the color of this drink kind of has that same look. It's green with some red in it. So I took it from a shot. I doubled everything up and made it into a full glass, and, and I'm going to call it my, my uh, uh, werewolf bite or Bloodstone because it has that green with red in it. But... Uh, so this is my first time ever doing a drink with absinthe in it, and it's a full ounce of absinthe. A full ounce? Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. What's the uh, proof on the absinthe? I know you can get different proofs. This is the one that you gave me, so I have no idea. Okay, that's a pretty strong one. Okay, I, I can't remember what that is. but yeah. Probably, uh, I mean, most of them I've seen are at least 100. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But this is this is literally the first time I ha I've had it, uh, so I, I had no idea what I was going to get into. I knew I I know what it's supposed to taste or maybe taste like but so yeah full ounce of absinthe uh ounce and a half of a melon liqueur um i didn't have any midori left so i ended up just getting you know just a a, a melon uh liqueur uh three ounces of pineapple juice mix that up in a uh you know shaker pour it in your glass over ice and then uh put a i put a uh, about a half ounce of grenadine over the top and let it kind of roll down through and, and so it gave it that kind of red red streaks in it and, and uh, built up on the bottom it shows up more on the bottom in the picture but uh it, it kind of had some streaks in it so kind of had a blood bloodstone look a real bloodstone look um taste wise uh i <laughs> i don't know if i'm going to be an absinthe drinker just <laughs> well usually it's, a lot of usually it's just a spray that you put on to kind of give a, it that this refreshing scent, like yeah yeah <laughs> rinse the glass out with it or something exactly. or it's yeah. usually yeah. very very it's not a full ounce. That's the most. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you see any green berries uh, yet? <laughs> yeah, right. It's not. It, it, yeah, it's not bad. It, it just it has that that black licorice flavor to it that um, is just it overrides everything. So it kind of has a a uh, an upfront little kick you kick you with some uh, licorice, then it goes into a sweetness, and then you get a nice licorice aftertaste. Yeah. So yeah. it's not horrible. Sounds about right. If you like licorice, it's probably really good because it's not it's not bad flavored wise. It just it's very licorice. Yeah, that's the so, absinthe. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Um, overall, not like I said. Yeah, I probably cut it back. But this was supposed to be for a shot with half ounce in in the shot. So I basically doubled everything and just poured it in a bigger glass. So maybe as a shot where it just goes down one one, maybe it's not so bad. <laughs> well, maybe so. maybe it's kind of like kind of like the bloodstone. How it you know if you want to grow some hair and turn into a werewolf, you know they yeah you hit yourself it's, with a shot of this and and you're about to change. You don't need to stick around for the full moon, you know. <laughs> yeah, it it changes you in five seconds. You know, <laughs> put so. some hair on your body. 
<laughs> I could use that really. All right. Well, let's get into this. Um, so this this uh, uh, Werewolf by Midnight or I kept seeing Midnight. I don't know why. By Night is uh, started in 1972 as a comic. Oh um, really? Yeah, and it's been around for a long time. Um, a lot, a lot of different characters have been involved with with uh, Werewolf by Night. Um, so much so that like like. All of your major characters have have had some interaction with him. At one point, even Captain America was a werewolf running around with Werewolf by Night, and uh, <laughs> you know, there's there's some craziness. And uh, I don't know if you know this, Nina. Apparently, there's one where he saves. Uh, who does he save? I think it's it might be Daredevil or someone from a zombified power pack. He ends up fighting oh, a zombie wow. power pack. <laughs> I was that, like, that like, I that I did not what. <laughs> I did know that when they first passed the comics code um, in the 50s, mm -hmm. that one of the things they specifically said they could not have in comics to get the code was vampires. Wait, what's this comment? I've never heard of a comics code. Did, oh, I'm you don't curious. Know the comics code? No, oh, no. Yeah, this is, oh, my gosh. This is. Yeah, this is exclusive for me as part of this podcast. Maybe, with it either. maybe there's a listener okay, so, out there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, back in the, the early days, when comics started to become right, real popular right after World War II, um, there was a lot of parents groups were like, oh, you know, these are, they had horror comics that were kind of grotesque, like the, the Tales from the Crypt hmm. comics and, uh, you know, just stuff that they thought was not appropriate for children. And they were caught, like with everything, they're like, we need to ban comic books, we need to help our children not be juvenile delinquents. And the comics themselves said, well, why don't we have something, we'll call it the, uh, you know, we'll, we'll police ourselves. And so they developed this thing, the Comics Code, and for a comic to be published, um, it had to, it couldn't have, couldn't have gratuitous violence. It couldn't have nudity. It couldn't have, you know, pretty much like a, um, like a movie rating. And one of the, and uh, I, I'm not sure if they're still on comics. I, I would have to go and look. But um, while I was buying them in the 90s, they still had like there's like a little uh a little square that has like a C CC mm -hmm. uh up by the um the price tag you know that that shows that it's been accepted by the comics code oh. interesting okay and so um it's interesting cuz if you go back before the comics code like i said there's like tales from the crypt got really gory and gross um mm -hmm. You know, well, and heavy and, metal, was that around then? Well, the thing is, starting in the 60s, they had independent comics that did not get the code. Mm -hmm. So, you know, by the time the 70s rolled around, you had stuff like Omaha the Cat Dancer and the Fabulous Furry Freak Brothers and stuff like that that didn't have the mm -hmm. code, but they couldn't be sold, like, on the newsstand. You had to go uh, to, like, a head shop or a record store or something like that. And... Yeah, there's there's actually um, they had some fun with it. There's actually a, a famous cover from She-Hulk where she's she's naked, but she's like covering herself with uh, 
like the comics code is like a towel and she's using it to cover herself and she's like fellas we can't do this well, <laughs> well <laughs> yeah. you know, so, and uh you know so but yeah one of the things they specifically said that they couldn't have was vampires huh because <laughs> it was you know too morbid and grotesque and uh, marvel's like fine We'll just lean into werewolves then, so. <laughs> well, it's an interesting conversation too, because, uh, you know, we're talking about Disney that now is is putting these these out and they're starting to kind of tiptoe into the more the macabre. The, the, obviously there's some pretty, you know, I would call it, I, I'm surprised this got a TV, what, 14 rating, considering some of the violence, even though it's black and white. But but I mean, they're, they're starting to kind of push the boundaries a little bit. But I think people are a little bit afraid that Disney is not going to step into any of the Netflix territory. And we're going to probably get, get a very, a very... Um, you mean Luke Cage ain't going to be screwing everybody? <laughs> well, well, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. become Disney-fied. And so, and so it, 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 it kind of is the same sort of conversation about whether, whether well, you're, you, you know, do we want the Marvel Universe to kind of explore this? I'm, I'm glad to see it branching out a little bit, but I think they're still playing it pretty safe. And I, you I, know. I think they're kind of tiptoeing around it, like yeah. by having like Daredevil and Punisher and Luke Cage on the Disney on Disney Plus, but it's like behind a kind of code if you want to put yeah. it in. Yeah, like a parental uh, the parents have to sign You can off block it. You can it. block it if you yeah, yeah, you can block it if you want. And the thing is, and it's like, and stuff is starting, like, well like um, one of the characters said shit in this, and I was mm. you know I probably wouldn't have noticed, except Claire was sitting there watching it with us <laughs> and you know so i noticed that kind of thing and i thought huh i think that's a first for one of these series that i don't think they've had you know right I right mean, i'm not i'm not sure the levels of swears but you know yeah. it'll be interesting yeah i mean i think every, i think all marvel fans are kind of waiting to see what happens with definite r-rated properties Daredevil well, we just, and Deadpool and stuff like that. We just need a clip, you know, right after one of those, you know, happen, you just get that sound clip of uh, of Captain America language. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> well, you know, there was a talk well, about, about including... Oh, go ahead, Steve. Well, there was talk about including Blade in this, and and oh my goodness, I mean, if you've seen any of the Blade movies, that's going to be a stretch for for Disney <laughs> on, on how they're yeah. going to portray that. Because you really... there, you, you don't get the essence of the character if you're if you portray him too too saturated well, too too PG, you know, or even PG which could be interesting because they're in the middle of they're in the middle of trying to start the filming for the new Blade movie, uh, and they had the director uh, walk off. Um, he's, I wonder he if it's because of that. Off. I wonder if it's because they. I, you know, I don't know. I think, I think. Well, no, I think it it might be uh, he wasn't getting along with um, uh, the actor. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh really? I think I think, it, I think it came out that yeah, those two just weren't seeing eye to eye, and he's like, yeah, no, nah, I don't need all this grief, so he just walked off. That's a that's oh, a big deal own. for a director to walk because they usually kind of carry the vision. And, uh, well, well, it's already been pushed now. I mean, because they were going to yeah, start filming. But speaking yeah, of director, they, they moved all the other so let me back up a little okay. bit about. Uh, <laughs> let me, sorry, sorry, sorry. We can we can get back to that. But see, if you would somebody maybe you said it about the the violence and you I, I 
find this very violent. Like, I, well, I felt... well, no, it's comparative. It's, comparative. It's comically violent. It's but, but I mean, right. you get, yeah, you get exactly. splashes of blood. I think the fact that it's black and white, it kind of hides it a little bit. You do sure. get that, Ooh. you know, the 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 headshot and stuff. There, I I liked that they went I... chopped off the arm. Right. I, yeah. yeah. I was Star Wars reference. When... Star Wars <laughs> reference. When, when she stabbed the guy and, and pulled him down, and he kind of was like, he was still dying and choking, and she had to cover his mouth. Like, yeah, I mean uh -huh. that was. That was kind of morbid to me. I think it's Maybe more. There's just so much violence everywhere else. Like even even in real Maybe. life, like the stuff you see on the news and things. Like true. You, know, you talk about that being violent. Yet two days or three days ago, I watched a video of, um, you know, on Twitter, just randomly on Twitter, not even some like fringe website with like crazy videos, um, that ten people getting run over by a police car. Like in New York, right? It was a big, kind of in the news, and you can probably find it pretty quickly, but the video was on Twitter, and yeah. it's like you had to push a button to say, you know, um, could be, uh, what's that, what is it? Could be uh, not violent content. They have disclaimers. Con content warning. Content warning or whatever and all that. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. Like, bring it on. And, you know, yeah. so that was, to me, a 100 times more violent than anything I saw in this quite frankly true so. true I, I think it's context and, and you know we're talking about disney and we're talking about uh mcu Probably, yeah. and in 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 general um because yeah there's there's much more violent stuff on just regular tv a lot too but i think well, it's, I mean, it's it's something new for disney MCU, i mean the last movie we reviewed they showed a head rolling across the floor i mean i'm just saying well this one did too <laughs> yeah this one did the this same one thing. did too so yeah. it's no no i don't know what uh end game was rated um was that tv for or TV 14, M14 or whatever. Uh, well, it's PG 13. I don't know. If PG 13. I don't know what the TV. Yeah, so it's is. basically the same. It's probably TV 14, PG 13. I don't know why they don't get it on the same page uh, to have the same year, but uh, <laughs> right, you know, it's probably about the same. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. No. And well, I, so one of the reasons, not only for the aesthetics, but uh, the black and white, uh, they go oh. with the the blood and gore. But going black and yes, go ahead. Sorry. Go going black and white. They they didn't have to end up with the the uh, NA seventeen for violence, because uh, if they had had that much blood splatter, uh, it probably would have taken them way out of that yeah. that range. Uh, but I mean, then again, you look back at it and you go, if that was in color, would it have been as good. I don't think so. I think the black and white really, yeah. really made that work. Yep. Oh yeah, and they used they used uh, the contrast with the light. I mean, they really lit it for black and white. They, they, you know, there were so, so here's... many things they did to kind of harken that 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 old style genre that were effective. Yeah, and it, what and I it, heard is it even worked with the whole idea behind the film or behind this this series oh, about huh. kind of this this idea that that uh, you know who's the bloodstone or Elsa. Well, the, the, no, the stepmother, the, you know, she sees oh. things in black and white, or, you know, she sees things. Oh, it's either, look at it's you. Either, it's oh. either monster or human, you know, it's it's this, you know, and so it wasn't until the end where they they kind of became a little bit more empathetic, at least the characters that survived became, spoiler, sorry. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, and that's yeah, when this color kind of seeped into it. You got no, a little no bit more. No, need to say it. If you're no. listening to this, you're going to get spoiled. Just so you well, I, I don't want to go I over, need to come over, up. I, it's tough to go overboard on the spoiling because this just came sure. out. This is like one of our most... Yeah. Uh, timely podcasts where we're coming out like right, uh, true, right, true. right when it's when it's dropped. Uh, yeah, you're right. And uh, you know some of the other things they did with it was uh, so they filmed this actually in color 
and then uh, on digital and did it uh, with a black and white filter because they weren't sure if Disney was going to be okay with them going black and white. So they had, <laughs> they had it in both both oh, sets. Yeah. Um, which could add a whole, you know, because then they got to worry about colors and things like that because you really change colors when you go black and white to make them stand out differently. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what some of this looked well, like in color. When you say they filmed it, did they actually shoot on film? They or No, they, they shot digital. They shot okay. digital. Okay. I don't even know if you can shoot digital black and white. It's like digital that's just going to take everything and you throw you throw a filter yeah. through. I don't I don't think you could yeah. actually say, hey, we're going to digitally shoot this in black and white. Maybe you could, but... I, <laughs> I mean, I guess... It's probably I, how I, you yeah. review the dailies or something is probably yeah. the biggest thing, like to make well, sure the, you're getting the lighting right and all that. But go they ahead. said that they were filming it and looking at it in a black and white, through a black and white sense. filter as they filmed it so that they knew it all looked good. Um, yeah, it was really, really cool. Uh, really, really good characters. I mean, I, I'm not sure who you who you call the main character I, I believe it would probably be the werewolf by mit uh by night uh jack russell yeah. which when i when <laughs> i found out that name i giggled my butt off i'm like they named him after a dog <laughs> i was like that's that's some funny but, shit but that's, I don't know. that's from the comic too so yeah yeah, yeah. That, that's what i mean is someone yeah. thought that and it was like uh, and and i even was looking for jack russell cocktails too because i thought that was hilarious you, you know i didn't get that until i actually started looking up jack russell in the on the internet and and it came with a bunch of came up with a bunch of pictures of dogs it's like wait a second it's like oh i got it okay yeah yeah uh but he he was such an interesting fun character in this like he he didn't pl I, I don't know it just it made you be on his side right off the bat you know just his 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 portrayal the actor's portrayal he yeah it was he so was, good it was curious it was it was a little bit more subdued but uh yeah yeah there was a lot going on and it it that that's you know it's interesting because uh, the one thing i found online for people reviewing this is that they wished it was longer and and which is yeah. which is interesting because i mean that's that's typically you know i i think if we were reviewing um what was the one we did uh moon night moon night I think <laughs> if moon night was 55 minutes it would have been this good but yeah. instead yeah. it had to stretch itself out and really uh didn't do a good job necessarily with the storytelling this got away with it because it was it was so tight and it drew you into those characters so well and yeah. it it left you wanting more, and and fortunately they they hit it out of the park with some of these, the casting and uh, the 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 way they they uh, portrayed mm -hmm. these characters. So yeah, I think they did a great job. I have a yeah. question. Speaking of characters, is it me or does anybody else feel that in black and white at least, Laura Donnelly <laughs> slash Elsa Bloodstone looks like Jessica Jones? Everybody's been saying it. Yeah. Uh, oh, I think yeah. They, no, I, yeah, she. I think she has a different presence. I, I mean, I get the similarities, but she well, did not. Wise, definitely huh? had a different presence. Definitely a different presence. I was thinking just totally visually, like. Okay. She has she has a little bit of of, of uh, Jessica Jones. She also had a little bit of a Black Widow with the fighting style. Like had a very similar. Um, it, it, I do I do see what you're saying, and it's funny. I went back and watched it today when I, I got home. I threw it on there, and I was I was looking at it, and I was like, yeah. She looks like a, a well-fed um, 
Jessica Jones. <laughs> Someone that doesn't drink as much and maybe eats a little bit better. You know, not as skinny. Not you know, not saying that, that it, she's big or or Jessica's too small. I'm just saying she just she has a little bit more you know puff to her cheeks and and you know, uh, but she does have a little bit. I mean, she's wearing a leather jacket. She's you know, kind of got that that attitude about her. So you know, it's it's more than just the physical look. It's there's a little bit into it. But I I thought she was fabulous. Um, I, I want more. I really do. And I know nothing of Elsa Bloodstone from the comics, but this makes me want to go read it. It literally yeah. does. Like where night I was kind of like the, when I first saw it, the, co the costume look and everything like that, I'm like, fuck, this looks awesome. I should go read that. After that story, I was like, I really don't want to get any more <laughs> deeper into this. It, but this makes me want to go. It makes me want to read man thing. Right. I mean, yeah. it really does. Hey, I, I, got a, I was like, I got a question. So when I was I was first researching a, a Ziggy Stardust cocktail um, because <laughs> because there was that one uh, the one of the one of the hunters one of the monster the hunters, hunters reminded me of, of Ziggy Stardust. David Bowie, you know, yeah. she kind of had that presence. And I looked you, up I looked up her character online, and she didn't reference an actual MCU character. I think they made made yeah her character I think up all for this. Art, what's what's even her name was Azrael. Uh, this was uh, Azrael, yeah, Azrael. But anyway, um, I noticed that when I was looking up her in the MCU database, as Azrael showed a death of 2025. Which I said, oh, okay, that's the that's the snap. Obviously, they're attacking on the <laughs> spoiler. She dies in this, um, but um, I, but then I thought about it, and I'm curious if anyone else thinks that this doesn't take place. Like, I mean, really, this doesn't have to take place in 2025. This could be 50 years old because, in the end, you know, uh, Elsa gets the the bloodstone, which creates immortality and obviously uh jack is is a is a werewolf he's got kind of like he's got there's vampire blood in him you know he harkens back to nosferatu and and stuff like that so he has an immortality to him so really this could have taken place anytime um so i was i was curious if anyone got a sense of that of when this took place or so think, yeah what i heard what i heard uh, mm -hmm. was that uh, this does, it is kind of present time a little bit. They didn't say pre-snap, post-snap uh, or anything like that, but it is more present time, uh, essentially. That it, But it is one of those ones where it kind of it kind of can stand alone a little bit, you but know, kind of like... But it could be back in the 40s. I mean, they have that old-style record player and stuff that it's like... I would, like, uh, I would say, I, yeah, it was hard for me to place it too. And the thing that makes me think it's more modern day mm -hmm. is the end scene. Mm-hmm. And they're, you know, he's got a French press on the rock, and it's a modern day French press. Oh, was it? Drinking oh, yeah. out of like a flowered coffee cup, and they're talking. And they're about gonna go get sushi. sushi. You know, it's just I like was, things I was, people. I, huh. Yeah, I, I found I found out that the French press is actually a recent invention. Okay. Because I because okay. I have one. It's it's only been around like fifteen years. Oh no. So, yes. That's you haven't lived in San, you've never lived in San Francisco. I've been seeing French presses for. 15 way years. longer than that <laughs> okay i was kind of hoping this well, was old old and and the, the yeah. immortality comes maybe, to sustain yeah, maybe, the maybe pennsylvanians you know? think they invited it 15 years ago <laughs> <laughs> um i i think but, it's supposed to be current current 
it's hmm. it's kind of but it did remind me like you guys were talking about the old movies like we watch mm-hmm. a lot of those old movies especially this time of year and um like um hammer studios i love and hammer horror, a lot of this right. yeah. kind of had this like hammer feel to it and the i always joke that like all of the hammer movies take place in hammerland which is like <laughs> it's it's not any particular country it's could be any time between the mid 1800s and the mid 1900s you're not really sure you know and it this was sort of the same and i kept up until the end scene i kept especially like when they were in the crypt and i kept trying to like look for dates like Hmm. oh on the deaths yeah but i couldn't really make them out yeah so so they're saying that this is kind of current and and it makes sense because if if they're going to try and tie all this in uh there there's there's ties with uh uh werewolf by night with wong with blade with Doctor Strange, um, mm-hmm. yeah, but, and but, Moon Knight. But my point was yeah. that these characters can can, you know, continue for fifty years and not age, because the blood true, true. the Bloodstone does grant immortality. So, uh, at least based on what I read, and and obviously uh, Werewolf by Night, he doesn't. He's been around for a while. He doesn't age either. So, well, there's so, there's actually two two. Uh, werewolves by night in the comics. Jack Russell does end up dying, and and Jake Gomez becomes the the werewolf by yes, night. Yes, but this uh, is the MCU. The, the yeah, yeah, cinematic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I agree. I, I think it is kind of current, and I think okay. we're gonna see them somehow tie in. Maybe not made. Maybe not big movies, but maybe this is where Moon Knight ends up tying in, and you know, uh, and then well, Blade ends up. You know, I can guarantee yeah, we'll see them because it's had such an instant positive reaction. Action, yeah. Uh, since it dropped just you know a week ago or whatever. Yeah, there's there's a there's a team I can't think of the name right off the hand right off the top, but it's got like Blade and it's ran by Wong, uh, with Moon Knight. It's like the something Suns or Midnight Suns or something. like Midnight that. Midnight Suns, I think it is something like that. Yeah. So no, and they go off fighting creatures and stuff like that. Uh, Man Thing is is literally uh, he's supposed to be like the center point of the multiverse, <laughs> like he. It, so people are like, oh, why didn't we see him this before Doctor Strange? You know, there's 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 so many ties in the comics to things that could have been. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I, I think I like I said, yeah. having this come up. This has probably been the best thing uh, of Phase Four, realistically. Uh, you know, uh, I do like Love and Thunder. I don't think it's the best movie ever, but I think this is probably the best individual product of Phase Four from Disney right now, well, from MCU. But but do you think they kind of you know got away with it a little bit because it was such a short story? They didn't have to ruin it by <laughs> by taking this on a journey that you know that didn't quite add up. Like I and I'm 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 comparing it to Moonlight because I thought Moonlight. I think we all agreed it had some I, really in, yeah. Bo actually wasn't on that. Were you on that podcast? I was not on that podcast. Okay, well, I, I, I don't think we were all <laughs> very it, enthusiastic, but but we thought it had really good elements. Just some of the storytelling was was a little. Yeah. Um, it just needed more Moon Knight in a Moon Knight show. Yeah, but it did. But, it did not live up to its potential. But but, yeah. but if they could have like scrunched it down to a fifty-five minute series right. show like this, and you know brought out the things that were all positive, 
it would have been just as spectacular. <laughs> so where, take so, out the whole well, uh, multi personality well, aspect, well, and well, it would have been probably really good. It's just a, <laughs> the, the 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 point I'm trying to make is that this yeah. was, you know, it, it only had to, it only had to to get our attention for 52 minutes or however right, long right. it was. Oh, I agree. And so it made it easier to sustain. Fortunately, those 52 minutes were really well done. Yeah, you know, yeah. I agree. Like, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm ready to see another, you know, if, if this would have had another show. Now, that's where, okay, what stories do they do? I mean, this was a very tight, net story you know it had the start and end and and it was really they could have they could have put another 15 minutes in there by having a few more fights in the labyrinth you know dragging some other stuff out uh you know they could have easily done that but uh, like i said i they didn't and and it worked um well i think so too and i think it's it's interesting because you talked at the last podcast about how um you talked about how the fight might have been just a little too long just a you know oh right right the last fight too long the end game fight and I think they you know because they had such a tight timeline um you know for the whole series for the whole episode trying to keep it under an hour I think they were able to keep the fights concise and not a lot of like yeah you know they could have definitely gone you know down some random hallway through some secret door like whatever they could have done a whole yeah ton of like dungeonous crap. We've all played D and D, maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I mean, there—you never know what's going to happen. Some random door could open, or who knows what. But yeah, no, I mean, I think... that's what they needed. Was they needed the the daredevil fight in the hallway scene? That's what they really needed. <laughs> well, I think they did a good job. Well, I think they, I think they, the they did. did. It wasn't. <laughs> yeah. it, it, it was. Yeah, they did. It also reminded me of uh, the Darth Vader scene in Rogue One. Uh, you know, when when. Darth Vader is revealed at the very end of Rogue One, and and yeah, because oh. here they had that the door closing behind the where oh right right the werewolf and so they had that that and then and then the guys were using the those sticks to kind of hit which created like a strobe effect which was very much mm-hmm. the same as as in Rogue One with Darth Vader appearing at the end and coincidentally I I, I want to talk about the director because this was directed by um, uh, Michael uh, Giancino who mm-hmm. this is his first time I, I think he's done some some tv movies or he's shows done two but, shorts but he's mostly short, he, he's mostly he's known, done for music you know he did the music for rogue one he's done the music for other things and he's damn i mean he for, really he i think list, he did the music for this com- too yeah and his and composer the, list is humongous yeah he's it, he's he's done yeah he's done a couple of marvels he did uh, he did uh, the music for the movie The Incredibles. Oh, which, nice! Yeah, which I actually bought that soundtrack. I love that. <laughs> I love that soundtrack. It's fantastic. He's done. A, he's done. He's composed for 157 shows or movies. Damn. Well, yeah. I so. I think music is a great medium, especially if you you you're so well versed in it. Wow. To, when you're when you're taking on a film, directing, and you need you you know you need to understand the pace of something and and the rhythm. Um, it's it's a great place to, you know, if you're if you're well accomplished in music, I, I think I think it's fair to say that that is likely going to translate into directing skills as long as you've got a, a good cinematographer and a good cast, you know, that can carry the performances and and uh, so I I think that was that was great that they gave him an opportunity to 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 direct this and it yeah. paid off. He's done. I mean so much i mean i'm looking at this list yeah it's, it's ridiculous if you've, if you've not seen at least one of the movies he's 
compose for, then you're a shut-in. Yeah, you <laughs> you've never watched anything movies. Anything with a screen on it in your house. Yeah. That's all I can say. <laughs> you're not wrong. Huge, huge by wide, man, all over the place with this stuff. My brother-in-law uh, started a business, a security business, and he's recently retired because he sold his business for a lot of money and basically was able to retire on it. Um, but but when he would hire people, it was it was IT based, and he would hire people, and he'd always in the interviews he would ask them about music because he, you know, he I think he ended up he had a music degree as well, so he was probably a little uh, a little bit biased. Yeah, biased <laughs> towards that. But he thought that that you know your your ability to to uh, you, your connection with music could could um could influence how successful you were in yeah. in the IT field um i wonder if that's kind of related to to this I, as well or at least in this case yeah. i think it was <laughs> maybe i had a i had a job interview where the um i had a job interview where the the person giving the interview asked me what my five favorite movies were and why <laughs> oh, that that's kind of crazy. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. They actually uh, sent it to me ahead of time. Oh, okay. Um, so I could think about it, which was good because <laughs> I can never. That's a hard get, one to drop. I can on never you. get that fifth movie like dialed in. There's always something like <laughs> bouncing around to that fifth spot. <laughs> it's like the the Monty Python. Uh, what favorite color? Blue. No green. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'd be the same way. Um, yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, they were ta they're talking about like they should uh, let him direct Blade. They're they're saying like, hey, you know, you got an opening, nice. throw him in there. He he killed it with this, so <laughs> let him have it. Yeah, uh, which could be interesting. Uh, I like I like the other characters. You know, we got some of the other hunters. Um, Jobin was the big the big Scottish guy. You know, uh, I, I thought I, he was great. I thought the other ones were a little. Less they didn't I, they didn't I, get as much to do. They yeah, a bunch of screen time though. Yeah. that's the other thing, right? Which is yeah, and they didn't have fair for they a fifty minutes. Underdeveloped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And they didn't have the cool accents. I mean, you just oh. I mean, <laughs> that that fits. Or the like, second most kills. You're right. That's it too. <laughs> yeah, you, uh, the the three others, the um, Ezreal, uh, Lyra, was it Ezreal, Leorn, yeah, and, and Barrasso. Barrasso. Okay, yeah, there yeah. You go. Who is Billy Swan? I'm looking at the IMDb. Is, Billy Swan. There's somebody named Billy Swan. No picture, unfortunately, which would have made it easier. But anyway, go ahead. I'll figure it out. Oh, oh I wonder if he was the butler. Oh, maybe. So, because he's the I only one I don't one see. The, uh, I know yeah, one of the credits uh, was, flaming, was Flaming Tuba Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Billy Swan was the name of the of the servant. He was portrayed by oh, Al Hamacher, yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, it was. I mean, this this was was very fun and very interesting. There was a few things I didn't care for. Um, so you know, usually we have some funny moments in 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 shows, and and that's what helps make them work. You know, Ragnarok, the Guardians and stuff. So this one, they had the 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 moment where he's got the little beeping explosive, and he runs over and he throws it at the wall and goes and hides, and it bounces off. It, it just. It was very slapsticky, and kind of—I I don't know—it's—it's it's one of the few times in this that I kind of went, uh, I don't know. It just—it didn't work for me as much. Like I—I I get what they were trying to do. It was like, oh, we got to make it build a little tension and have issues with it. But he also, you know, he's supposed to be kind of, kind of clever. Kind of—it just seemed really awkward. 
so that was one of the few things that didn't work for me. Um, I, other I, than I agree, I agree with you. I think that was a little tonally, a little bit of a shift, and and didn't quite play. Yeah, yeah. 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 The only other one is is in the fight scene um, with the werewolf. You were talking about when the door is closing down. And this is one, and I don't know if it's because I, I train myself to cut. No, I don't train myself. I just end up doing it. But I look at what goes on with people in the background when <laughs> fights are going on. Right. And when they wait too long, oh, yeah. it drives you nuts. Yeah. And yeah, this is that, one that is. That one guy in the back left corner. Yeah. He t- He's just like standing there the whole time. Like, uh, like I'm just reading my mail. Uh, oh, wait, there's a werewolf fight. What? Yeah. Yeah. You know, it, it's pretty bad. There, there's like two or three guys in that one. You're like, you see one guy actually do the kind of the half step. You're like, oh, I went too early. Wait, now go. Well, and the, I was just like. Oh. I will say the guy in the back corner, I, I thought, well, you know, he's already been kind of taken out a little bit. I think he, he was thrown there and, and he's probably pretty terrified and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> and it isn't until the werewolf finally approaches him where he's like, okay, I got to It's it's now or never. But well, but it's I, also I, hard I know to what see. you mean. Yeah. Uh, it was also a little bit harder to see because uh, the, you get some fragments on the screen and, and it's dark. And But I just, there was that, the, some of those moments I was kind of like, oh, the choreograph could have been a little bit better, but I'll yeah. take it. Yep. Uh, yeah. Because especially when, when yeah. you look at it and you compare it to Daredevil, especially that first season. Um, right. And, and you, yeah, it doesn't quite add up. And, and it almost seems like that's what they were going for. Um, I, I preferred. You know, I loved the leaping from from yeah. high up because it really it really felt like those old style movies, and I'm glad that they 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 played with that, and did it more practical uh, leaps, not not this. They didn't overdo the the CGI. Um, so, they, uh, from what I understand, not CGI. No, I, I think I think the only CGI that no, no. was was with Ted. Uh, no, the, the face. Uh, oh, okay, it was a mix. It's a practical suit, yeah. I, I, uh, that's so what I heard. There's it's very a practical little suit, CGI. but they did some CGI with his expressions and okay. uh, and his I, I believe hands that. and stuff. But even the even the change when it's you know they they do most of the change uh-huh. where it's a shot on Elsa and you see the shadow. That all is the, all the shadows was done in that shot. They actually because they do a chi- they must use like some different lights because at one point you see it like a like a human and then they have this hairy guy. But all that was one continuous shot that they did practically, which I thought it, nice. They nice, just did you know. get a real hairy guy and they brushed them all down and then they shocked him <laughs> so it all stood up. Oh right, in the middle of the shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, I was going to mention that that scene because uh, that is one of those, uh, it goes back to the old horror movies, the old, you know, the old Wolfman thing, where they're not showing the transformation, which worked in this case, but the way they show her reaction in the shadows and everything, you're like, you feel it like you do you're in you, that moment you, and you get a sense that she's trying her best not to break eye contact because that's exactly what he said don't break eye contact you know he oh. her up real good and 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 you get a sense of that well oh you're laughing what <laughs> <laughs> just the sniffing scene made I me know. laugh it, it caught me off guard too it's like wait a second <laughs> this is only you know tv 14 what are, what's happening here <laughs> i mean i knew what he was doing right away but it just it was just kind of laugh and then you know the the fact that you know it's funny when you said that though i i was looking at her like why does she keep looking at it? and like because her 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 reaction is is terrifying Right. Yeah, like you could see, but she is. She's looking at him the whole time, and I was. I didn't think about it, but you're right. It was. He said, "Don't lose eye contact," and I completely spaced that. And that's that's a that's another important aspect to it. It's really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, 
what what'd you guys think of um uh Uncle uh, U- Ulysses and his uh uh, from from the grave uh, message, yeah, and his his Chuck E. Cheese animatronics uh, <laughs> sing along. Yeah, well, he was like, "What well, was the big and big when Tom Hanks goes and, and it's that, oh, thing that gives him in the the yeah. message and and yeah, that it reminded me of the the you know the, the tales from the crypt and yeah, he even the had Cryptkeeper. that he even had that lame pun Joke. at the end. Uh, <laughs> I can't remember what it was. Something about rotting. I'll be rotting for you. I'll be rotting for you. <laughs> so it's like ah, but it was it was classic. It would it was yeah. it was macabre and and it's like you, you question is this the real body that they've turned into this animatronic thing and and uh, so I I had and fun it, with it. I thought it was great. And it was also a way to make it sort of visually interesting by True. still I by still not by still like not making it clear about the time period. Yeah, like right. If you'd had yeah. a videotape or something, it would have been. Oh yeah, or a hologram, or a like hologram. Tony, yeah. like yeah. Tony Stark. Yeah, but good call, good like, call. It's like this could be like some kind of steampunk, uh, right? Automaton <laughs> that yeah. they, they rigged up, you right. know. Well, it could. It's like it's a small world, right? I mean, kind of oh, like yeah. it's like something oh. totally like it's a small world. <laughs> yeah. 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 I hate. I don't like that ride. Or uh, or uh, <laughs> maybe maybe, uh, maybe more Pirates of the Caribbean because they're more true, true. size. Yeah. Right, he actually looked more like short. a pirate. <laughs> yeah. 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 That was a, that was a clever scene though. I mean, I think it worked out really well. Um interesting fact too that if you notice the bloodstone is the only thing in color until that very end uh color yeah. shift scene which I think so, so really blood, worked for it too. The bloodstone doesn't turn red until Ilsa shows up. I thought that was interesting. Almost like she was the one that you know, maybe she has some sort of blood connection to it because by blood it's it's hers. And, and in the end, did they show it before she got there? Yeah, you yeah, see it that... when you see it when Jack walks in, but it's not in color. It isn't until she when, walks in. When he and the when he and the Scottish guy are talking, it's yeah. on the table between them. I thought it was red. I thought it had some color in it. It just wasn't as bright. No. Okay. I didn't it, notice that. I'll have to go back. And they totally went J.J. Abrams on the uh, on the uh, red because it, they did the lens flare. Every time you saw the red, <laughs> they had they had the lens flare shoot, uh, which I I hilarious. actually thought was really effective in the black and white. It, it whereas you know J.J. Well, J. J. Abrams, like, of course, like he's notorious right? for going a little overboard. Yeah. Yes, it is like Schindler's. But even like uh, uh, what's the uh, uh, Wanda WandaVision? WandaVision, they do it as well, where you've got uh, a vision with his red face and the black and white. Uh, oh, yeah. So they, there's uh-huh. a lot. Yeah, there's a lot there. Um, no, that's a good call. Did you guys notice, too? Uh, I don't know if you catch it when you're watching it. The little cigarette burn uh, up in the corner. Oh, yeah. From the old no, school. They did the that, Q, too. The Q I mark. Yeah. Yes. There's yeah. two of them. There's, uh, it's at the 16 and 32 minute mark, uh, <laughs> So which is, I guess, standard for uh, movies. Yeah, it's either oh, a sixteen that, or okay. sixteen or a twenty-minute. And and you know, even if you don't know this from from watching movies in the old days, you would probably know it if you saw Fight Club because right, uh, exactly. <laughs> he yeah. explains that Brad Pitt's character explains that. Yep, yep. Tyler Durden. Oh, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that that would be <laughs> that'd be right. fun to get a clip like that in there, like Tyler Durden all of a sudden. There should be more Tyler Durden in more films, <laughs> just randomly. Yeah, right? That would be something else. <laughs> um, so, uh, let's see. Going back. Um, uh, also, I talked about it a little bit earlier. Do, do you think this was more of a uh, 
werewolf, Jack Russell, or Elsa Bloodstone movie or show? I think more Jack, I think, but but I think they both stood out in the end. But I think it. I yeah, well, I think in the very end, I think it's definitely a Jack thing. Well, they do. You get the you get the little camping scene, but right. before that, you get her kind of getting the bloodstone, and now you're in charge, and she goes, and I'll you know the servant guy is like, I'll you know I'm still with you, whatever, and we'll clean this up, and then she gets the she's in the chair. And she gets the moment where the song comes on. It's uh, uh, from uh, Wizard, Wizard of Oz. Oz. Sure. And, and we get the color change, which to me, you know, really shows that it's a big part of her. You know, she's that's a big point come of like, oh, what's next for well, her? I, I agree. I think I think she stood out as a as a as a takeaway character from this. But I still think it followed Jack more. You got the you got the long uh, shot while he's walking through the maze. And uh, you certainly yeah. got. The well, we got the same with her, though. We got the same with her walking mm-hmm. through. Well, actually, we might have got more with her in the maze because she has the big fight. But we didn't see uh, her get but, shot into that into that into that uh, gray into that. Um, but she had two fights where we just see him yeah. kind of chasing there. I don't know. There. I think, yeah. I mean, I think it's more a Jack thing because, and I and I'm only focusing mostly on the post scene because, like the way they're talking, right? They're just mm-hmm. carrying on a conversation, and it's like, what's next? Like, you know, it seems like they've done this before. <laughs> they can either go prequel or sequel with that. I mean, yeah, they could totally go prequel because I mean, he has what? What? What do you say? Over a hundred. Over a hundred kills, so uh, it's like okay. you could totally I, do a prequel where it's like going back yeah. to see some of the the previous stuff and how how Ted and how Ted and Jack kind of blend together, even how they met or whatever. well, yeah, because he's saying he's like I'm here to save you again, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, like, I'm oh, kinda, not I'm, really, or whatever. I'm kind of yeah. glad you're pointing this out, Noah. As far as though that they kind of both have equal screen time, because maybe I'm just a little little uh influenced by the fact that it's called Min- werewolf yep. by night and yet and yet they really did play those two characters equally which is which is good you know in the long run because because th- in the end those are the two characters that that you're interested in in where they're going to go in the mcu or hopefully get them i, in a, I mean if, if they go forward it's definitely the two of them together uh-huh i, th- I mean i definitely got that sense yeah or 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 interacting you know Maybe not together, but like their paths keep coming together somehow. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I could see that happening. But yeah, I was, I was, you know, even though it had Werewolf uh, by Night in there, I kind of caught more that it may have been more of a of for her, because she seemed to be more upfront to me, where the werewolf was kind of in there and Jack was in there, but it was kind of a side, almost side part. Uh, interesting thing though, when you were talking about. Uh, and I just watched this again real, right before we dar- did this one. When she's talking about the the kills from all the different hunters and she gets to him, she says kills for all the others, but when she gets to him, over a hundred deaths. And I was like, I was like, oh, does she know what's going on? Like, is is there right. something different? Yeah. Be- and you notice how he keeps staring up at all the different creatures on the thing. Like, he's got this this facial expression, like like he's almost sad. Like, like he didn't, he didn't get a chance to save some of those maybe potentially, or except for the one, which I think is supposed to be the where or the, the, a, a vampire. vampire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I fought that one several times. And there was also, yeah. you know, when they, they're showing those, the, the, um, the book at the beginning, uh, you know, they're talking about the Avengers and they pan down about yeah, the yeah. characters and they, 
they show the uh, Ulysses, the one that the father that, that died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And someone someone I was watching on YouTube translated the Latin and it said something about he, he was slain under a full moon. And the question is oh. whether or not, you know, Jack had something to do with that because his, his motives are, you know, he are a little bit uh, under the table. You know, he he's, there, he's there because he wants to rescue Ted. You know, that's so well, is it possible that he's I mean, that's that's what it comes out in the end is that he's just trying to he's 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 I think he a, wanted to stone also because he wanted to take that power away from those the hunters. Uh, I think that well, was part of well, it too. but the, but it's a question of whether or not he's slain Ulysses in order to kind of no, make, that's a good point. Put all these things in motion so that he could be there and rescue rescue Ted and fulfill that or maybe and maybe right. do something about the stone or at least get it in the right hands. You know, true. I, I've. I really thought the suggestion was that he was able to rack up those numbers because he took the creatures out in werewolf form. That's possible. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So absolutely. Like, you know, that's so like he would wait until the full moon and then like keep you know, track them down and then just hang around till the full moon so he could, you know, go and take them out. Like he has enough but he's still, but he's still not going to get his opportunity until that. Ulysses dies, and so the fact right. that he was slain under a full moon is kind of suggestive <laughs> that he might have um, to do with it. In the comics, uh, he's he Jack is put up as kind of like a um, not not necessarily a a natural born killer in his human form, but not a slouch either. <laughs> Someone really? just yeah, so he's supposed to be pretty decent, you know. That's why you know. Some of what they played off in the in this one, where he's kind of a goofy and didn't know how to do things, I was a little bit well, okay, which I didn't have a problem with. I'm, I have not read any of the comics. I'm just going by what I heard. So, uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. That aspect, uh, you know, that that he is kind of that. Um, he, he's a good guy essentially, by but but does it by being a, a werewolf? And I thought that was you know it's in an interesting play, how they do it. Um, Oh God! I lost my my train of thought. I had something <laughs> while you were talking. Uh, hey, hey! Did anyone see Squid Game? I no, did. yeah, we did. Okay, Bo, what do you think of the whole maze? There, that to me, even the even the art direction or the 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 set design oh. reminded me of that one uh, death sequence in uh, Squid Game, which is was a very popular uh, South Korean series right. that that. A number of people have watched mm -hmm. on Netflix. No, I, I think we talked about possibly. I podcasting. watched the, yeah, I watched the first episode, but never got past that because it's one of those ones that I have to watch by myself because Alyssa won't watch that. <laughs> um, and I have a lot of other stuff on that list. Welcome that to I'm everything trying. we do on this podcast. <laughs> <for> me. <laughs> That's I, uh, I actually <laughs> wasn't very fond of the of the the maze design. To me, it seemed a little a little a little uh, a little small. A little small, a little like a studio. It didn't it didn't quite come across as as too inventive from for my for for with the budget that I think it could have yeah. endeavored to. Oh, they, this is on a this was on a shoestring budget. Good, from what I understand. good. I'm glad that that uh, I'm glad to hear that because Marvel shoestring. Okay, Marvel shoestring. But it's still that whole sequence I mean, reminded me of Squid Game. So yeah, but Steve, just to go, I I hadn't made that correlation but now that you're mentioning it yeah it, it does kind of make a little more sense um or not sense but i'm kind of i i kind of agree like like that 
I see the I see the the similarities. I guess is what I'm saying, not a correlation. Yeah, but I'm seeing the similarities, but I hadn't thought about it until you just brought it up. So yeah, nice nice points. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, going forward, points on my uh, yeah. Now going forward with with these characters, um, you know, I, I think Jack and 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 Elsa are, are probably the only two we're gonna see from this. Maybe, I mean, we might see Ted. We probably will see Ted. Uh, oh, you bet we'll see Ted. Yeah, <laughs> everyone. He's, he's going to be. Yeah, we'll see. He's the new we'll Grogu. Three of those, I think. If we see anybody, we'll, we'll see Ted. He's and... he's the full size Grogu. That's right. They better have the 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 uh, merchandise ready because they 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 screwed that themselves on that with uh with uh, <laughs> with the original Mandalorian. Oh yeah, I'd buy I'd buy a stuffed man for sure. <laughs> Little thirty inch man you, thing on. Would Nick. you buy a stuffed Ted? <laughs> Wait, are we, are we talking about uh, the movie Ted or? Oh yeah, we're talking about know. the man thing Ted. Man thing Ted, exactly. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I would. Um, but just if you guys could could come up with the next thing that these guys are doing, like what what would you come up with? Like what 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 would you like to see them in? Or I'd like to see a prequel. I'd like to see like how Ted and Jack met. Like, what's their origin story? You want like a buddy cop kind of a show, or whatever? Or <laughs> was, it, was it like, was it like a big fight, and they just, you know, neither one oh. could like take the other one out? Like, was it just like a battle, kind of to the death? Like, uh, I don't know. I think of John Carpenter's The Thing, right? And at mm. the very end, when the two guys are left like in the middle of the Antarctic with the, everything burning around them, <laughs> they just kind of looked at each other and were like, well, I guess we're both going to die. Might as well make the best of it kind of a thing or whatever. Yeah. Like, was it something like that? Or was it like, I, was it Buddy Cop? Was it something else? I don't know if like a prequel did, would work for the next next one. Did somebody save huh. the other one? Did Jack save Ted in some way? And, and that's why he says, you know, I'm bailing you out again. And, and Ted's like, maybe once but i bailed you out a hundred yeah, times yeah. since or whatever like i don't know I, I think it is a buddy cop thing it's like you know they do it's just back and forth they you know one person's trying to do something good and he gets himself in trouble and the other one has to come in and and bail him out and then like then they you know go a couple months forward and it's reverse it's the other you know it's it's that kind of buddy cop thing it could be fun yeah uh see now what I, what I would like to see is exactly the opposite like um I I just want them to like pop up in other things. Just randomly. Just randomly. Yeah. Mm. Like uh you know, like uh you know the next Doctor Strange movie. Like he mm. has you know, he has something come up and he shows up and Jack and Ted and Elsa are all there and they're like, "Oh, Thanks for stopping by, Doc. We're, we're yeah, you know, <laughs> you know. we got this. The only thing I have, yeah. I have, a, I have a little bit of a problem with that because that's what I think Doctor Strange got into a little bit of trouble with with their multiverse of madness, and that they had that whole sequence which was just ripe with cameos, and it left me feeling like they were overdoing it a bit with with the, you know the, these cameos. They were just throwing all these cameos in, over, a little went a little overboard now, with that, and distracted from. The narrative of what of the movie I was watching. Now, when you say cameos, are you talking the actors or the characters? Well, I'm talking about the whole sequence with uh, the Illuminati. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. The, the whole fan service. I I get you, and well, I see where you're coming how, from. But I also it's... love that. I I think that's one of the best part of that whole movie. I get that. I know it's fun. It's fun, but I think it's I I I think it 
it's it's well, there for a different reason than to hold up the movie as a as a as an effective movie. I think it's a way of just kind of you know brightening up and and give, giving you something to to enjoy. It's it's a different type of of, of yeah. a cinematic experience. It, it, it can be away. done differently. It can be done differently for sure. Yeah, and and I'm not saying have them be cameos in other things. I mean, okay, like we've set them up. We know who yeah. they are. We can have them have to have work to. with them. Yeah, we don't have to. We now have these characters that are kind of interesting and can fight supernatural threats and all that stuff. That we don't need to bog down another, you know, do another backstory as part of the next, yeah. you know, a movie that they're in. And I, who knows? So, they, you know, it's like they they may yeah. they pair up with Moon Knight. They may pair up with uh, Wong. They may pair up with you know any of the the Midnight Suns that they talk about. And it's I, just like. They, they would show up, but yeah. we don't have to like explain who they are. It'll be right. like, oh, oh, it's Jack Russell. Thank goodness, you know. It's, <laughs> you know, or it's Elsa. Good. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for coming. You know, and and I, I wouldn't mind if they did more of these specials to just. Oh yeah, free, like more just reintroduce characters. For we don't need a six. We don't need a six episode story that you right, barely show exactly. them. Give well, us a one exactly. hour. That's what I, I'm thinking. Like maybe next Halloween, maybe next Halloween they have another, uh, you know, Werewolf by Night special. Maybe make it a little longer, right. something a little bit more. I don't know about having to draw. I mean, I, I I like that it was kind of standalone. It was refreshing, like Moonlight was. It was refreshing not to get get kind of bogged down in too much. I would take my time a little bit more with it. And, and I want to point out what was it. They brought Tom Cruise in a little while ago to do the Mummy. What was that? That was a, I, I can't remember what production studio was doing that, but their it whole was like Universal. They were they were trying to restart it was the, who? the universe. It was Universal. They were right. trying to restart the Universal monsters. Exactly. Yeah. And here and the here, umbrella. Disney now has taken that away as as well. You know, with their success with this and just just one short little thing, and they were well. <laughs> you know, Universal will give it another try. Every every. Every five or six years, they they try it again. They they did it with Van Helsing with Hugh Jackman. Oh yeah. They did it, you know. They did did it with the Mummy. They did it with the Wolfman. And, <laughs> the Wolfman. That's you know, right. They'll they'll just keep. I mean, that's a huge property for them. I mean, you go to like Universal Studios Park, and they still have like the Frankenstein show. Yeah. I mean, it's still huge for them. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. If they still a, show up at Halloween and huh? Yeah, I was gonna yeah, say okay. there's still a Frankenstein show. Am I am I missing yeah, something? Yeah, so so are you guys a little bit are you guys a little bit discouraged by the fact that Disney kind of hit it, knocked it out of the park with this little one, and made it tougher for Universal to to stand yeah. out in the in their I home? Mean, no, I mean I mean I because because no, Disney is getting a little bloated. They they've got everything. They've got Marvel. <laughs> they've got Star Wars. They've you know they're. I know this is the this is the Marvel universe, maybe, but it's still the monster will, universe too. <laughs> I mean, hopefully it will make Universal step up their game because yeah. I mean when you know, when you do uh you know, the the Hugh Jack like Van Helsing with, with Hugh Jackman, which is horrible. <laughs> and and you're, or like the Wolfman, they did or, or they tried to restart the Wolfman, and it's like, and it's like, yeah, I actually prefer the version that came out in the '40s, you know. <laughs> so, 
with Lon Chaney, you know? And so, you know, until, until they're, you know, maybe this will be some sort of impetus that they need. It's like, all right, we can't, we can't just put a great big star in it and, and try and float on the name, you know? Right. If that makes sense. I, I, I mean, I agree with that. I don't, I'm not, I'm not at all like, I, don't, I forget what words you use, Steve, but um, discouraged, maybe you said that, that Disney did so well, you know, first time out. But, um, you know, there, I think there's plenty of, plenty of hard characters to like spread around, I guess is what I'm saying. So it's, um, you know, the, I mean, I think the mummy, except for the Tom Cruise one, I think the first two or three mummies weren't bad. Yeah, with oh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't know if they were quite related, uh, but but but, but <laughs> they're actually funny. trying to do a new one for the longest time. It's been you know we talk about going to the movie theaters and it's either horror movies or MCU movies are the only things that that, are, that have been around in the in the movie theaters. And now it seems like oh Disney's trying to corner the market on horror movies a little bit. So I, I don't think so. I I think they've always I, had a, a a foot. I, I think they've always had a toe in the the horror movie pool. I'm glad this is yeah. a good. I'm in, I enjoyed this. I'm glad that the, they upped the violence. They kind of stepped outside their their comfort zone. But I am still concerned that that we're seeing such a shift in in uh, you know Disney's cornering the market on everything when it comes to s- cinema, I, I, and and that's that's a little nerve wracking. I was thinking about this today because I rewatched it today also, and I think what. Disney is trying to do with Marvel is have many, and maybe they're trying to do it with Star Wars too, is is they're trying to do different things. Like, they're trying to expand their audience by bringing in things that are not necessarily connected to everything else, but might have a appeal to someone who doesn't like superhero movies. You know, like if you like superhero movies, yeah, you're all in on the MCU. You're going to watch every single um, movie that comes out, you know, Spider-Man, whatever. Sure. But then there's pe- like, but if you don't like that, they're trying different things. Oh, you don't, you don't like superhero movies? Do you like horror? Here's a pretty cool horror movie. Mm-hmm. You like sitcoms? Here's She-Hulk. Mm-hmm. You like stuff that's you know, like family dramas with maybe some supernatural stuff like YA, we have Ms. Marvel or whatever. I think I think one of the reasons that some of these those things get shit on by their usual audience, it's like, oh, well, she hulks she hulk sucks. It's like, well they're not making it for you. They're making it for your wife. I got to throw this in. I, I binge watched She-Hulk or at least the episodes that are available this weekend. Yeah. I had a blast. I loved it. And I think it's yeah. probably because I was I knew what I was getting into. It was, you know, I, I, I wasn't looking for. But but I had so much fun. I'm so anxious for the I think the finale comes out tomorrow or something. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know what happens. But anyway, okay. I think it's Go awesome. On. I mean, if you're caught oh, up, I'm, I think very much the last episode too. was fantastic. I am, too. I'm very, I'm very much enjoying it too, but I can understand. It's like, if you don't, if it's not your thing, that's fine. Yeah. You know, they're it's a still shift. Gonna yeah. make, they're still going to make Spider-Man movies for you. That's okay. 
<laughs> you know. No, and, don't worry. And, more and Thor coming. Well, it's interesting that coming. you know yeah. we're talking about Hulk and the way they went with Bruce Banner. They they you know after you know with the the Avengers they kind of went a little bit more comical. Well, actually, I think it was probably Thor Ragnarok that they really took the Hulk to a more comic level, and that's kind of where he's remained. And, and you know, so he fits right into the to the She Hulk uh, because. But they took um, Werewolf by Night, who's very similar to this this character who is has two different personalities that it that changes circumstances change him. He's very much a Hulk like character. He's probably the most the that that would be the one I'd, I'd compare him to the most. But they've they're, they're kind of taking on the more dramatic approach again and, and seeing if they can take that. Uh, down uh, kind of more of a, a different direction. And, and I'm, I'm kind of excited because I always liked the dramatic Hulk and I don't think they ever got it right. And I think they had a little bit better luck with more the, the, the direction they took the comic uh, Hulk. But I'm glad to see they're trying this direction with, with this character because it kind of fits that same persona. That's all. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it, it, yeah. No, you're right. It, he has some of that. Um, I, I wasn't going to say anything about She-Hulk. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. I really well, liked the first episode, and I liked the last I mean, episode. The stuff in between we're, we're, didn't we're not, do much. I mean, what, well, what I'm saying is, it's okay if you don't like it. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I know, and I'm not... You know? And I, I don't have a problem with that. And I know everybody doesn't like every single... Like, I mean, there's a lot of people that didn't like Hawkeye, and I loved Hawkeye. So I, I agree with you. you. You don't have to like all of it. Um, my question to Steve, though, was, is, you know, you say Marvel and MCU and, and is cornering the market on all the movies. Now, do you think that's just because they're the only ones making anything good? Because there's tons of other movies still coming out. They're just shit movies. That's so possible. is it Disney? Is it I, Disney's fault that they're that other people aren't making good movies? I, I'm not trying. I'm just I'm, I'm looking back in the days when when there seemed to be a more of an of an open market to put things out and let them let them be successful or let them fail. And it's, it's, it, you know, it, it's just harder to, to do that. It seems, um, there are certainly a ton of streaming services. Um, but I don't know how much is invested in some of these things. And it seems like, uh, that's probably what's killing movies more than Disney is the streaming because more things are coming out direct to streaming. More things it depends are depends on which streaming yeah. service though, because I mean, like they I, all I think... have something going really good right now. Say that again. They each one of them has something that's going that's really decent. Like you know, you've got the Lord of the Rings, uh, the the Rings of Power on Amazon, right? Uh, Midnight Club, uh, the one that we're going to be doing in a couple weeks here is killing it on Netflix. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got HBO has you know their their uh, House of the Dragger. So they all have a little something going on, and maybe that's what's actually killing the movies is that they're like, we could do these things for less money, get them on these streaming surfaces. And, and collect the money directly instead of sharing it with all these other people. And I really hope that, you know, a lot of these streaming services um, kind of glom onto our idea about about kind of sponsoring young filmmakers to put out product and, and, and just throw them out as a here's a, a, a one off that that we're going to yeah. we're going to feature weekly so that we can promote new filmmakers to try out their visions and stuff. And and and, you know, maybe it's going to be a one and done too bad. But every once in a while, something might resonate. I actually think 
we're getting a lot of that, especially out of Netflix. Yeah. They're they're ones that will throw money to these these guys that are new and, and you know are are definitely <laughs> definitely new to all this and and give people a chance way more than say uh you know Warner Brothers or Universal that you know they're not going to put this in the hands of somebody they don't trust or know. Uh, where these streaming services like yeah it's not going to cost us as much yeah give it a shot see what you can do yeah but look at like paramount and peacock though i mean look at um yeah right right look at picard picard I sucks mean, that's, <laughs> well the first season was good there's a new season coming out they could re they could save themselves right i thought you said the first okay. season was good i haven't watched the first it. season was it, uh, it was like it started good and it just it, it, yeah, I think it had some stuff, but in the end, it. it yeah. I was so hyped up. I, I am a yeah. huge Picard fan. I mean, I look just like him in my Halloween costume of him. I, I have, <laughs> I, I can okay. pull off a total Picard. He's skinnier than me, but that's it. We got the same hair. I was going to say. I was going to bring it up, but since you mentioned it, uh, you say so. <laughs> hey, if you if you got the haircut, you could rock that Picard. But I'm just saying, uh, totally excited for that. We, and we did all those. It was such a letdown, and I tried to watch the second season. I could not get through it. And I've watched yeah. some horrible shit all the way through, and I was like, I could not get through it. I, I don't even know if I would even want to watch the third season. Oh, there's so a third I, season coming out? Yeah, okay. I still haven't finished the second one, so. Um, but yeah, there, there is, but yeah, they do have some, some other great stuff. The new, the new uh, Star Trek series that was out on, I think it's uh, Peacock. Or, or Paramount, one of the two. I can't remember which one. It, that it, is such a good series. That's right. You were talking about that. Um, is anyone on to what Kevin Feige has in mind for for this Phase Four? I mean, because it, it. Do you think the pandemic think ends, just kind of totally threw things off, and they're just kind of making it? No. Up okay. Or, or are we Here's, getting a little bit of reveals with things like this and Moon Knight? Well, I mean, they did a big reveal at Comic Con as to what's coming kind of down the pipe. Here's here's what I heard and what I think. Phase four is essentially phase one all over again, right? We're, we're back. We're square one again for this big six phase or three phase, uh, you know, project that that culminates in some some fucking huge ass thing. And so right now, I mean, the next big thing coming is uh, Black Panther, right? Black Panther two. You know, oh, and I right. think that's Wakanda, I think that's whatever, one man. that's going to really kick it off. I think that is probably the Avengers of uh, the Phase One, right? Where we had some of these other just movies that are kind of getting us there, and these shows that are getting us there that really aren't paying off as much as I think what we're going to really I see. Don't, I don't think they thought they have because if you look at what Phase Four started with, was Black Widow was the beginning of Phase Four, but that was really a, a should have been in middle of phase two it really yeah, phase yeah. four released but it w didn't have anything yeah. to do with phase four that was a prequel yeah but, yeah. but looking at it because it goes black widow shang chi eternals which i uh -huh. still haven't finished watching i want to well, finish watching although it. they really integrated the uh you know wandavision and uh right and uh loki introduced in the multi I mean, they, they brought things those aren't even listed under phase four though okay hmm. i mean i i agree but it's black widow shang chi eternals no way home uh, Spider-Man mom, or sorry, Doctor Strange mom, Thor Love and Thunder, and then the next one is Black Panther. Black Panther, sorry, not Black Panther. Black Panther, what kind of... He went hood with it. He went hood with it. That's Black Panther. Um, the Marvels, um, Ant-Man and Wasp, Quantumania. That's, that's another one that's supposed to really set us up. 
Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, and then the Fantastic Four is the final piece of. The... I think this this all will end up with a some kind of Kang thing, and and we're gonna get a lot yeah, of that. I think they're kind of. Yeah. Kang is. But they introduced Kang. him and Loki. He's out of Loki. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, one variant of him in Loki. He's supposed true. to have well, many about, what, variants. Is it, isn't there the what if thing too? Isn't there the? There's another what if, season two coming. But isn't there the? Isn't there like a supreme being in what if, or is that the same? Oh, I don't. Oh, the watcher. Oh, the watcher? The Watcher. Isn't there a Watcher component? I've heard that they're gonna maybe. I, I, I don't know. I heard the only the thing I've heard is supposed to be like King. all powerful too, right? I mean, but he doesn't. He watches. He never gets involved. Well, didn't yet. you watch What If? Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's I don't know. Got uh, involved. It's <laughs> yeah. I I don't know what's gonna happen. I I. Basing it off of what I've seen so far, I'm not as excited as I was for the rest the, for the first three phases. But then oh, again, no. they had lightning in a bottle. Yeah, they had so too. They had lightning in a bottle. How are they gonna ever recreate that? We don't know. Doesn't mean I don't want to see all of oh, it. God, sorry. I want to see everything they got coming out for the most part, I should say. I do too. I'm not, I'm not, there's some things I'm not as excited about, but um, I, I'm going to watch it all. Yeah. I mean, they throw, they could throw an Eternals two and three out there and I'm still going to watch yeah. it. No, I agree. Um, I'll say, I'll say this. I mean, you kind of, you kind of said it in the last episode, Noah, um, about our last episode, meaning, um, you know, it was 10 years in the yeah. making, right? It was, it's, it was 10 years and, and I, I think I agreed at the time, but I definitely agree now. I don't think they could ever recreate that because it was all so new. And now it's like, uh, you know, it's like chasing the dragon, right? I mean, yep. it's like everybody's <laughs> trying to get that feeling back of like the first. The first you time know, you saw it. The first time you saw, like when Spider-Man came in the first time or when like the ant, you know, not the Ant-Man, but when Ant-Man was introduced. Yeah. Like when all these people came in for the first time and like, all of the like you were oh i was always so excited to be like what's next what's next who's going to come in like yeah. you know and and i just don't think we're going to get that because maybe it's the internet maybe it's just you know they're not pushing the envelope anymore maybe they're 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 so like trying to pull people in like with with what's coming like the fact that they've announced the fantastic four and we i mean well Jim people the office is is, is going people to be have been in it. People from 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 far back as we can remember have been asking for Fantastic Four, a good Fantastic Four. They have tried it well, so many times yeah. horribly. So they're like, okay, look, you finally did some good superhero movies. Now do the Fantastic Four and prove to us that this shit isn't a fluke. Right. If you well, can make I mean, a good Fantastic Four. They're still asking for a good Thor movie. I mean, that still hasn't happened, right? So, I mean, we're still pushing that envelope, and that hasn't happened. Oh, so, my God. I mean, who knows if a Fantastic <laughs> Four movie will ever come out that's good. You know, the, the fact that I know you've watched Ragnarok and can say that just, just tells me that. I came, you know, if you missed the last episode, go back and listen, because I came clean. I do like Thor. <laughs> Thor might be my second favorite Avenger. I just like giving Noah a hard time. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, well, Fantastic Four is that's that's one of the that's the comic top royalty. Titles. Yeah, yeah, it's it's one of the it's. I mean, I right. think for for a long, I'm not sure if this is still true because I think it's influenced a lot by the movies. But for the longest time, their best selling titles were Fantastic Four, X Men, Hulk, and Spider Man. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and. 
Yeah. That's, that's true. If you look at DC, they keep regurgitating the same, you know, Batman and Superman, Batman and Wonder Superman. Woman characters. And, 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 and Justice it, League stuff, right? They always it, do the, the Justice League is always a big But it took thing. Marvel, they decided, hey, you know what? You know, all these, you know, we've tried our Incredible Hulks. We've tried our, uh, uh, you know, X-Men and and we need to go outside the box. We got to find some characters that are known, but not as as interesting. Yeah. And, and that's what made, you know, phase one so exciting was throwing out these characters and really making good movies. I mean, that you, you, no doubt Iron Man, you know, is is probably one of my tops for the for the MCU because we'll find out soon enough because we're going to do an episode where we list them all. Is that going to be like November-ish? Maybe November, uh, December? Yeah, I think so. Just probably December. Like yeah. a Christmas present for everybody. We still got to do I that Spider-Man, right? That's right. But yeah, we got yeah. Spider-Man before. I have that. to start filling in. I have to start filling in your spreadsheet, yeah. so I can figure <laughs> out. I mean, it took me a while to do mine. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah, the thing we have. I mean, the thing we have to remember is the original. I mean, you look at the the Infinity Saga, as they called it, and there were some really great movies, but there were some bad ones too. I mean. I, 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 I've said I may never, I, plan to never watching uh, the Hulk again. Yeah, yeah. Right. I probably will never watch Iron Man two again. Right, just, Iron Man three. I Thor, for, Thor Dark World. Just Thor so Dark you guys World, know, I, Thor Dark World. I have tried to rewatch, and it's almost impossible for me to get through. And I, and you, and the thing is, I love Thor. I love Loki. I. Loki actually Loki has some really fantastic scenes in Dark World but the whole anyway but all that aside but it was it was 10 I asked, years oh in, God, sorry, yeah it was 10 years it was, sorry. yeah it was 10 years in the making mm -hmm. and when it all came together I mean you got the Thanos but you didn't really see him till towards the end yeah it was like four whole. or five years in before you really knew what the hell but yeah and even then you weren't White. It was like hints here and hints there, and, and a yeah. little bit. And he's like, "Okay, I guess I'll have to do it myself." <laughs> and right, but you don't, and you don't actually like see him. He's more referred to, you, yeah. but you don't actually see him until Infinity War. And by then, it's like, "Oh my God, this is insane!" It's so, it's, so it's fun that... seeing the the evolution of Thanos too, because you see the different character yeah. and how they portrayed him, the the makeup and stuff. Right. Well, and it had different people doing his voice. <clears throat> yeah. And all that. Well, yeah. But, oh, but so I'm so yeah. I'm willing to, I I trust Kevin Feige. I and Feige, if, we trust. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I was yeah. gonna say if when Iron Man two came out, they said, <laughs> "Hey, uh, eight years from now, this whole thing is gonna culminate in this <clears throat> in this two movie extravaganza that's gonna blow your minds. It's gonna be the greatest thing you've ever seen." You'd be like. Is it though? Yeah. <laughs> really, mean, this well, guy. I'll tell you this. I I have every so, intention. So I'm I'm willing Sorry. to I'm willing to hang in there. <laughs> yeah. No, for happens. sure. I I literally have every intention of, and all of these have to check this with Kelly, but <laughs> I have every intention of, and I don't know if the math works out, of doing a back to back to back chronological movies only. Like from a oh. Friday to a Sunday. <laughs> wow. I, you know, I thought about doing that too. I, I'm with you. I've thought about doing some of these. Like, we uh, we once did the the Harry Potter movies. We did all those like straight, like what, no six, se uh, eight, eight, eight movies. Okay. 
like literally like as soon as the first one ended, you, you got up, you had five minutes to go get snacks, pee, whatever, be back, right. started the next one. I was so exhausted after that. That I'm would, sure. you, you, I mean, you're talking three times that. Yeah. No, I, I, but I'd me. be, I'd be down to do it. <laughs> trust me. I know. I, I had, I had some friends who, who did, um, all the Lord of the Rings. Mm, I've done that the, too. The, the, the director's the, cuts or the original? Extend, yeah, the extended ones. Oh my ones. God. Me and Alyssa did it. And, and here's the thing. They also had all the Hobbit meals. They had breakfast. <laughs> They had started with breakfast. They had second Seven breakfast. breakfast. Had I'm going to top that because I plan <laughs> to watch, to listen to all of our podcasts back to back <laughs> and have the cocktails all ready to go, oh. you know, and we'll see how that goes. God bless you. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's awesome. We'll visit you um, yeah. <laughs> Yes, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Uh, uh, that's good. They've done, you know, they did do, um, I'm trying to think, was it? One of the theaters, I think it was ANC, the Metreon one in San Francisco, when Endgame came out, was it? Endgame? Oh, they did a yeah, they did a they did a thing where you watched all, all the movies. I actually think it was just the Avengers. No, I actually I'm going back. I think it was Star Wars, and I think what they did was when the last when Episode Nine came out, oh, you could watch all eight, like you could watch. Like one through they eight, did them in order. So one through eight, and then the release of which I did, I just showed up about halfway through. Well, then, show up then. after don't show up for episode one through three. I'll tell you. Yeah, that. I mean that might be our next thing we should do. Right? Should we do that? Oh, we the could. Star Wars in order, chronological yeah. I did, order. I I did that at the the church. Did I tell you this? No. That when um. Right when they announced that seven was going to come out. Oh yeah. Um, Cause seven came out before one, right? Or is that the other way around? No, it was no. four, seven, five, eight. six, one, two, three. Yes. Seven, eight, nine. Okay. Seven, eight, nine. Right. So when they, seven was coming out and uh, Claire was pretty small, but uh, our, our niece hope and a bunch of her friends were like right in the star Wars, uh, the Star Wars uh, frame of mind. Sure. And they said, and somebody on Facebook said, hey, do you guys have all of the Star Wars movies? I'm like, of course we do. Like, yeah. And uh, they said, oh, because um, our, our son wanted to watch them all before Seven came out. And I said, uh, I said, yeah. I said, you know what? I said, Andrew would probably want to rewatch them if you want to bring them by, you know, we, we could watch them. And a couple other people I, w I would like to get in on that party, and yeah. and we ended up showing them in the basement. What yeah. a week! But I but the thing is, I'm like I cannot show them one, two, three, four, five, six because that's stupid. <laughs> so, so I did I did the machete machete <laughs> order, which was a New Hope, Empire Strikes Back, the three prequels, and then oh, Return really? of the Jedi. Why? Because somebody said they said they said that's because that's thematically it works out that way because it's like you have New Hope, which is the big setup. Yeah. Empire Strikes Back. At the end of Empire, you find out Vader is Luke's father. Right. And then you have this the prequels, which are like an extended flashback of how did oh, he become nice. Darth Vader. Yeah. And then the last chapter is 
his redemption, redemption story yeah, yeah. Right. in Return of the Jedi. And I have to say, it totally worked for me. That's it, yeah. It gave me a That's new appreciation. Gave me a new appreciation. And then how did seven the go? That we all we all went to the theater together and watched it. They loved it. You yeah. know, but they were they were little. It was fun. Yeah, that's it. Always, that's always so funny. Um, I, when you're mentioning going in that order, it's uh, it makes me it makes me laugh when you see these memes. And one of the memes is, uh, "Here, Luke, here's the lightsaber your father used to kill uh, thirty children." <laughs> right, right. Murder yeah. thirty children and whatever. It's you're, just like you're not wrong. Yeah. There's a lot of memes like, how am I going to explain this? Right. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, back or to those, uh, were the droids sorry, sorry. those were the droids I was looking for. Yeah. That's my favorite one. <laughs> we ain't found shit. Um, anyway, so sorry. Back back, back to, to uh, Werewolf by back Night. To werewolf I, think by we've, night. I think we've been on to death. We've actually talked longer about Werewolf by Night than the actual, again, than the actual movie. Yeah. We've gone on many um, tangents. I, yeah. We have, yeah. as we do. Um, but and, I, go ahead. Oh, I just, I just do want to, to sum up. I'm like, I wouldn't, I kind of got the, you guys saw the, the clip in the beginning where they had a special Marvel special yeah. presentation and it was like the old CBS with the bong. Yeah. yeah. That's right. He I even musically like, did that thematically yeah. like, like the old CBS yeah. one. That's great. If they, if they wanted to do this every so often and just have like a one, a one hour yeah. special with a completely you know, standalone story. I'd be down for that. This should be like a once a quarter thing. Yeah, that that'd be good. You know, maybe 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 we get two in the the Halloween and a Christmas. But you know, maybe maybe, maybe it's you know maybe they take one away yeah. from that January March time. But yeah, four of these a year would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'd I'd give up a, a mini series for it for sure. You know, yeah. uh, so um, call them limited series on that one. Come on. Okay, limited series, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> there are many, um, but uh, no, I'm just saying that these these this played out better than than half of the the, the series that we've got so far. Yeah, I would say yeah. uh, in the long run. I, um, I I hope they keep going forward with this. I hope we do get Jack Russell. I hope we get Elsa Bloodstone in something coming up. Uh, you know. My my thoughts are that uh, I would love to see them. This is a good tie-in. Uh, Moon Knight, um, Blade. You know, maybe maybe Moon Knight's Blade next. Blade would be a good tie-in. Yeah, I mean, I well, that's what I'm saying. Maybe maybe after Blade's movie shows up, and and we get a second season of Moon Knight, maybe with some more Moon Knight in it. Then then we get another little uh, uh, snippet with the, with all these guys together on some kind of supernatural, yeah. and uh, well, maybe Wong shows up. Wong's yeah, Wong's a I, great cameo. For, to, he ties everything in. You know what? <laughs> We all love Wong, but, <laughs> but well, I mean, I've been I've been saying as with all the different limited series that they're kind of they're setting up the young Avengers to just kind of drop, so they could do the same thing with the the Midnight Suns. Right. You know, just... They've been setting up, yeah, the Young Avengers, Midnight Suns. Um, what was the other one? Um, the Thunderbolts. Have been another one they're kind of setting up. They're they're dropping all these little possibilities, and people are, are losing their mind on the internet trying to figure out what it is. It's it's well, Mephisto they all the over. Thunderbolts is coming. They announced yeah. the Thunderbolts is coming. So but nobody knows what the team is actually going to be. Oh yeah, they did. They announced it. Oh, you're right. They did show that. Yeah, I have some issues with some of that too. That I, I, and now that you say I, it, I can't. I can't wait to see Bucky Barnes have to walk work with. Uh, <laughs> 
John John Walker. <laughs> He'd just be like, "Oh, all right, <laughs> sit yeah. down and shut up, son." <laughs> yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see. Um, but yeah, it's so it's it's you know like we got with the Mephisto. Everybody's trying to figure out when Mephisto was going to be in in Wanda. So now that that's the thing is everybody's trying to to pre pre figure out what what Feige's got planned and stuff. And they've they've dropped so many different things so they can go so many different directions. Now we all just have to be patient and wait for them, which. We all know we can't. We're, we, yeah. None of us want to. Okay. So, but yeah, we. It, you know, I hope to get a lot more of these. Uh, this is this literally it was fun. <laughs> it was it was a blast. And not only that, but we had some great drinks. <laughs> so, I I, I mean, your guys just sound delicious. Mine got drank. Uh, I'll go with mine that. Got drank. <laughs> oh yeah, mine's... mine too. The good thing about mine is I opened a new bottle of wine, so then I can just have wine tonight instead of having to. I didn't go with the beer. The beer was a, a, a pretty big investment. It's a Gose, so it's like, you know, oh. I could, a 16-ounce Gose is something to be shared, not to be drank. <laughs> <laughs> I agree with you on that one. Cool. Yeah. All right, well, uh, we're going to be back next week with, uh, we're going to do X, which is a, uh, it's a new scary movie out on Showtime. That's right. It's, we're gonna uh, we're gonna be watching this and podcasting it in the same night. So so yeah, it'll oh, be a little okay. bit more off the cuff. Our comments. Uh, nice. And, yeah. Yeah. This is this is uh, uh we've done this now. This will be our third year uh, bringing our friend Alicia in. She's our our scary movie uh, <laughs> connoisseur. It's funny because you know I get I get terrified in these things and I literally hide behind her while she claps and laughs. It's, <laughs> it's the most ridiculous thing ever. Wow. Which is funny, like. Movies scare me, but a bear walks in the door, and I'm gonna I'm gonna jump up yeah. and fight it. So it, you know, it just it just shows you you know mentalities aren't always there the same way. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, but yeah, we always have fun with it. I, I always enjoy it. Um, X looks looks really funny. Um, it's gonna be a horror, but I, th I think it's gonna have some funny uh, Scooby Doo type moments to me. Huh. Uh, looking at the the trailer, it's it's a film crew that wants to do porn, and they they're Must out. Do porn? Okay. Yeah, they're filming. They're trying to film porn, but it's like in this house with this old fam, like a an old, you know. He looks like he's probably in his seventies. He's don't wake up, Ma, and she's like staring at him through the window. And there's just some creepy shit that happens after that. But apparently, she's not into porn. Oh, uh, to hear. <laughs> so yeah, there's that. Then uh, the week after that, we're going to be doing uh, Midnight Club, which is out now out on uh, Netflix. That's that's uh, right. That's our annual uh, Netflix series by the the Midnight Mass. Uh, what's the director's yeah. name? House on Haunted Hill. Haunted Hill House. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, what is his name? Um, anyway, Haunted the, Hill. Yeah. yeah. This is the same director that uh, that put this series yeah. together. So it would be interesting. And I I started watching it already. It's actually uh, first show and a half is pretty good. I'm really nice. I'm really enjoying it. So. Um, it's one of those that's it's got some spookiness to it but it's not like exorcist type kind of thing so uh not too bad um and then uh at the end of the month we're doing barbarian which is out in theaters right now but will be on hbo uh by the time we actually do the podcast so which will work out perfect for us it's uh mike flanagan is uh the director oh right there you go. right cool. so and then, uh, you know, we, we got something planned for uh, Veterans Day uh, after that. And then we'll be back with our Spider-Man and oh, finish wow. so up. Oh, going to be five weeks till we... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's... You, I wanted to get That's that fine. scary stuff in there and, and give you yeah. guys a little bit of a break. Um, we'll get that Spider-Man. And then sure. and then after that, sometime after that, we'll, we'll get our 
uh, we'll, we'll, our season review, our, MCU our cro- wrap up. Yeah, wrap up where yeah. we're going to talk about Phase all one of it. Three, right? We get to yeah. rank yeah. them and yeah, rank them, talk about all kinds of stuff, what we would have done different, who's our favorite character, favorite moments, all all the fun stuff, you know. Yep. Uh, rehash, maybe bring up some. Uh, you know, this is a time to go look back at our old uh, drinks from uh, the ones before. Like this is the one I, I really liked, or you know, whatever. Yep. So. That'll be sometime uh, November, December, but and cool. we still we still have uh, Miss Marvel as a as a uh, podcast yeah. to do MCU, and then there's uh, there's always new stuff. She coming, Hulk, so. Punisher season she two, Hulk. Mm-hmm. Punisher season, season two, two. Jessica yeah. Jones season three, yeah, we got away Black, season three, <laughs> Black Panther will no, be there no, no, coming no, out. No, 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 <laughs> <laughs> no runaways. Black uh, Panther will be coming out. Yeah. Uh, and like yeah. and like Bo said, you know, we may switch it up, and we may we, we may hit the the Star Wars, we might, I, you know, I always thought it'd be cool to do the Lord of the Rings. That'd be uh, awesome movies. too. I'd love that. Um, sure. There's, there's a lot of cool stuff. Yeah. So cool. We'll, we'll be doing right. this for as long as uh, you guys keep logging in and listen. So as long as I have <laughs> and beyond, I'll be doing it. Right. <laughs> cool. All right. With that, good night and hail Caesars. Hail, hail Caesars. Caesars. Hail Caesars. What does that mean?